arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And a good Saturday morning, and let's welcome in your host for this morning's edition of Creative Cafe, Christine Chesick. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks. We are happy to be here. I have with me this morning our program's director, Kim Shaw, and we're going to talk all things Art Hop, both segments. We're going to take you uh, through a trip down memory lane, give you a little history on the program, and then we're going to talk about what's coming up for 2023. So welcome, Kim. Good morning. Good morning. So that little trip down memory lane, let's get started. In 1966, the Arts Council is formed with funding from the NEA. Um, And so the Arts Council is born in Kalamazoo. And then right around 1985, the Arts Council was asked by King Scott to curate rotating exhibits in their place of business. This was the first foray into assisting artists uh, do shows in a place of business for the Arts Council. And, of course, that's been happening without the Arts Council before then, I'm sure. Um, It's probably been happening since the beginning of time. Yes. Yes. Um, But this was the Arts Council's first stab at helping to create access to a space not normally accessible by artists. Then in 1995, the Arts Council organized the first gallery hop. And you had to have an art gallery. That's why it was called Gallery Hop. So uh, folks who had studios in Parks Trades, the Radisson Plaza, where the Arts Council offices actually were in 1995. Mm. They were actually over there in the Radisson. It had been newly renovated by then. Um, And several other galleries in downtown Kalamazoo that were specifically run to sell art. And that was held quarterly in 1995 and very successful. Everybody was, was thrilled to be able to go out, see art, have a little libation while they were there. Uh, but it only happened four times a year. So then in 1997, it was popular enough that it moved to every other month. And it was uh, in such demand that uh, the event was uh, collaborative and collective and um, the promotion being done by the single entity, which was the Arts Council. At the end of the year, the decision was made to actually go to a monthly event. So mm. within two years, everybody was like, oh, let's do this every month. Wow. Yeah. In 2000, so the year 2000, we all survived Y2K. Dun, dun, dun. I know, right? <laughs> the computers didn't shut down. We were not thrown into no. the dark ages. Right. We no. all did not have to go out and hunt for our Whew. food. I know, right? <laughs> that was the year. <laughs> that the uh, the Arts Council spearheaded the development of a, a brand new and one of its kind in the country at the time, which I, I you know, as I did research, thought, wow, okay, so the Epic Center is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, the Epic Center, the uh, Arts and Cultural Center there in downtown Kalamazoo was actually one of the first of its kind in the nation in 2000. Ah, wow. So once again, Kalamazoo, oh, trend setting. There you mm-hmm. go. I know. Right. I know. So this was a collaborative environment that uh, uh, that was created, and I, I think those of you who've been down to the Epic Center, you know that we've got ten organizations within um, the center itself, and that was the year then that the Arts Council switched Gallery Hop to Art Hop. So there were two galleries that were created in um, the Epic Center: the Gail Snyder Gallery, which the Black Arts and Cultural Center has, and then the Weston Gallery, which the Arts Council runs. Um, but in addition to that, it was expanded as far as where, who, and where you could participate. Um, so now businesses that weren't normally in the business of showing art 
could partner with an artist and provide space for them to present their work. And this symbiotic relationship meant that artists were given an opportunity to show their work in alternative places and show it to people that might not normally be exposed to their work. Conversely, artists were helping to attract people who might not normally enter a business and become exposed to that business. So it was it was a uh, really great way for the community to kind of come together, artists to be able to show work, businesses to be able to show off, this is who I am as a business. Um, and so that was happening once a month. And studios and galleries like Park Trades and the independently owned spaces continue to participate as well, um, as well as the two uh, galleries within Epic Center. Mm-hmm. And then um, our records become a little fuzzy. Hmm. Yes. I, 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 and I uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't have time this week to keep delving in. But uh, so from 2000 to 2014, I got nothing. Well, we can jump to 2014. That's and then great. if that mystery is revealed, we'll just have to come back. Exactly. <laughs> um, in 2014, the Edison neighborhood and Oakwood neighborhood joins the ranks of art hops. The Washington Square area of Edison joins with multiple stops, including Jersey Mike's, the Belly Dancing Studio, Community Promise Credit Union, Fire Collaborative, Washington Square Public Library, Howard's Party Store, the Senior Coop, and the Land Bank. Uh, yeah, fa- yeah, yeah, which, which is the fa on the, the block, block yeah, right? Yeah. And the Washington Square parking lot where individual artists would set up tents. That's a lot of it, it uh, is a collaboration. Lot. It is a lot. And and kudos to Howard's party store. I mean, that's great. Yeah. Because that's it is. Uh, you don't you don't think about that kind of a business going, yeah, bring some artists in, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Edison neighborhood is no stranger to embracing the arts. In addition to participating in the Art Hop, the Neighborhood Association sponsored beautiful murals, the Inside Out Photography Project called We Are Edison, and is now home to a number of makers and artist spaces like Dormouse Theater, Jericho, and even some of the retail spaces in the new Creamery building. Um, Oakwood Neighborhood Association also started out strong in Art Hop in 2014 with Happy Our Art, Book Bug, and Kazoo Books participating. Yeah, which all of those are kind of businesses that have morphed, right, into slightly different businesses, but um, they they continue to participate even as new businesses. They have. And Book Bug was just that tiny little bookstore, and then it's grown to be so much more. Huge. Mm Mm-hmm. By 2016, Art Hop had expanded onto the campus of WMU through the Zang Collections and New Richmond Center, as well as K College through its library programming. The North Side Neighborhood Association also joined the party with the Douglas Center and became monthly stops. And so it was expanding beyond downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2018, the city of Portage started to participate in Art Hop, kicking it off with the Recycled Art in the Park Festival at Celery Flats in October of that year. On to 2019, the community of Richland hosted its first Art Hop eight stops, and over 40 artists participated in July. Yeah, that was, was a wonderful event. Yeah, yeah, that's... That's wonderful. Um, 
And also in 2019, I remember participating in Art Hop with my friend Cheryl Van Egan. That's right. uh, She wrote this wonderful children's book, and I had the honor of illustrating it. And we had an Art Hop at the Nature Connection Mm -hmm. and did all kinds of little wonky art projects with kids all night. It was awesome. Yeah, you guys actually, (laughs) yeah, you ended up on the cover, actually, of that that month's brochure. Yeah, we didn't know that. Yeah, we, we, we were like... Uh, it was, yeah, it was exciting. It was a good time. <laughs> I have a lot of love for Cheryl. Um, in 2020, we held two art hops in February and March. The pandemic forced us to rethink in-person events. And so we opened up our website, YouTube channel, and Facebook to artists on the first Friday of the month to show their work virtually. We did this every month with staff hosting the event and talking through the art that patrons could visit virtually through March 2021. Um, and that was a whole thing like that. Yeah. It every, was yep. shifting all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, in April of 2021, we dug deep in our resources and spring or to yeah. pay for outdoor tents. And we held Art Hop in Bates Alley and the Haymarket Plaza. In 2021, Richland returned. We also added Schoolcraft to the mix for a summer art hop through their community. Through all of this growth in history, neighborhoods have come and gone as they see the need and desire for their community to participate. And the organic growth of the program has been very successful, but it continues to morph to meet the changing needs of our artists and our businesses. Right. So it, uh, it's quite a history of, um, of a program. Almost, um, almost. What is it? Thirty some odd years now that we've been doing art hop in some form or another. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, if if it weren't for the pandemic, I think it would probably still ha- be in multiple neighborhoods and um, going very strong. So when we return, we will continue to talk about art hop. We'll have a conversation and discuss the exciting things that we have planned for twenty twenty three. Fantastic. More with Kristen and Kim for this morning's edition of Creative Cafe on News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO. Kalamazoo is rich in arts and culture. Our commercial, educational, and creative economies thrive when our community has spaces and places to connect and outlets for creative expression. The arts improve individual well-being, drives tourism, sparks creativity, and strengthens our bonds. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo encourages you to give to an arts organization of your choosing. We are better together because of the arts. Visit KalamazooArts.org to see all of the happenings in our community. That's KalamazooArts.org or on any of our social media platforms. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly supporting more than 200 artists and arts organizations in our community. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo exists to infuse arts and culture into the commercial, educational, and creative economies of our region. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And we do continue with this morning's segment of Creative Cafe and your host, Kristen Chesick. Good morning. We are back. I'm back with Kim Shaw. She's our new programs director for the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Good morning again. Good morning. What is your favorite morning beverage, Kim? 
Oh, well, it's definitely coffee. <laughs> it is sometimes the very first thing I do before I do anything else, even though my dog is standing there patiently at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Is make the coffee. Is make the coffee. <laughs> yes, that uh, that was exactly the scenario in my house this morning as well. <laughs> wow. Uh, Art Hop. We're talking Art Hop this morning. It's been part of our community in one form or another for just shy of 30 years. And um, you've been involved uh, in Art Hop as an artist. That's and true. And now you are... Uh, you are running it. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so um, what benefits do you see with having a regularly organized event such as Art Hop? Well, um, 15 years ago, I was leaving the Detroit area and deciding whether to move to Charlottesville, Virginia or Kalamazoo, Michigan. And I know that might seem strange, but uh, I'd, I had lived in and visited both of these places, okay. both college towns. They both just – I've had a lot of great things, and I've had friends in both places. Um, but one of the main things that won Kalamazoo over for me was Art Hop. It, uh, it mm. told me that this is a supportive arts community. Um, and I grew up in a place that was a suburb of Detroit, and the, it didn't have that same kind of uh, experience for me. Mm-hmm. Um, my – my first answer to this question is the benefit of having regular organized art hop is that this place invests time, money, and love into its arts community. And then it shares with the greater community. And having art hop night means uh, makers and performers have a multitude of opportunities to share their craft throughout the year. And it also means the opportunity to see, hear, and connect with a wide variety of art forms and artists in our community. It can be celebratory experience, and after time, kind of feels like a family because there's a sense of belonging and feeling seen, no matter whether you are one of the artists or one of the patrons. Sure, sure. So uh, what kind of impact did COVID have on the artist community? Well, that... Is a whole thing. And mm-hmm. uh, based on my experience, the impact on the artist community was bittersweet. Uh, the bitter part came in first and has stayed a long time um, because art makers and performers could not share their work in public spaces where other humans were present, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't go to my studio to work for a long time, which meant finding space somewhere in my basement to create work, you know, and other people maybe didn't have space to work. And there was a lot of us that depended on collaboration in our process, and suddenly we were alone with our thoughts, creating <laughs> things in a way that Uh-oh. we hadn't, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kept thinking, what is everyone making right now? I like to stay informed on work that is being made all over the world. And for a long time, there were no updates or sharing because the entire world was in crisis. Then organizations and individuals went online to keep their work and the arts and their community stay in the public eye. But that was very hard work. Most of the world was exhausted all the time. And people that depended on financial stability from the work had to get real creative or take a different job or apply for unemployment. The impact on the arts community was huge, and we are still in recovery. Hmm. But for the sweet part of the bittersweet, Mm -hmm. I witnessed an explosion of humans returning to the practice of art making, Hmm. meeting in Zoom, and uh, they would bring their supplies and talk it out and paint it out. 
The pandemic for me as a painter brought back me back to myself. It reminded me what I actually love about painting. And instead of focusing on what is the trend or what is selling or doing commission work, I found out how to play again in that work. <laughs> and guess what? This was happening all over the world at the same time. Right. Makers, musicians, and performers were searching their souls and creating things. And now is the time to see and hear and watch all that amazing goodness. It right. is coming. The wave is coming. This is definitely a pivotal time for the arts. And I believe many years from now, people will still be talking about it. Sure. And sure. I know that was a lot of words, but I had no. a lot of feelings about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. And and yes, as you, as you, you said, as we return to these in-person uh, events, we're going to see um, the last two and a half years of people maybe alone with their thoughts. Right. Which will be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I, I'm. I feel very excited and energized about it. Yeah, and and we returned to in-person art hops uh, last year, um, and they were uh, the experience was very similar to what we enjoyed pre-pandemic, mm -hmm. um, but we also saw that there were some artists and some venues that were still not comfortable, and that's understandable. Maybe it was a very small shop, mm -hmm. or there were things going on in that person's life where they didn't want to expose others. Right. To what was happening. So people were having to make d difficult decisions um, about whether to participate or not. And this led the Arts Council to start seeking some feedback from local businesses um, and the chamber because mm -hmm. they do have the ear of local businesses. And then we sent a survey out in July of 22. We sent that out to 3,500 people. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. That's a lot of leaving yourself out there for yeah. whatever's coming back. Whatever shows up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. um, to hear their feedback about um, what parts of Art Hop were still relevant because our habits have changed. And uh, what people would like to see added. Maybe there's new things that um, came out of the pandemic that let's keep it. So uh, can you share a little bit of that feedback with us? Sure. Absolutely. Um, some of the biggest takeaways from the survey feedback included uh, reducing the number of hops per year. Uh, to deepen the experience and to create excitement or anticipation. Uh, one survey participant said, to stay relevant and exciting in the eyes of the public it serves, organizations have to offer the community new things. Mm. And I mean, and it's definitely been a time of new, like right. just coming back from the pandemic and everybody changing their patterns and how they do things. Um, another participant said, if our hops were quarterly or less times per year, it would generate more interest. In my opinion, having them every month for years creates duplicate uh, exhibitions and lessens the impact of the event. Less is more. And so, I mean, people were not shying away from mm -hmm. how they were feeling. And that kind of is a nod back to what you were saying earlier about uh, how art hops started you know sure, the amount sure. of times other repeated feedback included a request to reduce or remove participation fees to create access for all mm -hmm. that the expense can be a barrier um and so there i mean there was a lot more feedback oh, than sure. that but those are some of the things that were coming through over and over, over and over again yeah. so mm -hmm. that was the bulk of it right yeah. right yeah. Mm -hmm. so uh based on that feedback mm -hmm. We made three large changes to Art Hop this year. Sure larger. Did. 
Um, so if you can think about that drum roll in your head, mm-hmm. what, what were those changes? <laughs> uh, well, Art Hop 2023 will take place the first Friday of every other month, um, starting in March through November 2023, with a special Art Hop taking place on the first Friday of December because it's December and yes. you got to have that. Uh, this schedule will give us the opportunity to en- enhance each art hop with collaborations that will deepen the experience and offer special programming or workshops on the opposite months. For example, there is an abundance of public art in Kalamazoo. We look forward to showcasing events that can take you on a tour of murals, sculptures, and public artworks all um, in the greater Kalamazoo area. Mm-hmm. Like, There's so much. Um, yeah. 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 So, uh, for those people who are sitting at home going, oh my God, what are you doing to Art Hop? What has not changed? Okay. What hasn't changed is there's no change in the fact that this is still a community event in which areas of the community, venues, and individuals can choose to participate in something special. They are living in a place that supports this and celebrates the arts. The Arts Council will still do its very best to promote, promote the heck out of what is happening for our arts and our community at no charge. At no charge. Yeah, right. there are so no heart hop fees oh, this year. Yes, mm-hmm. so that that's huge, and I, hopefully that, that means that everybody who wants to can mm-hmm. participate. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, we're getting close to the end of the show. Where okay. do people find out about our themes for this year? Because we do we, we do have some themes, not that people need to fit the theme to participate. No, of um, course not. And how do they participate? Well, to participate, you can go on our website, follow the programs tab to Art Hop. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to see them by month, and you click on that, and uh, there's information about that hop. It'll tell you about the theme, mm-hmm. and there's a form that you can fill out to participate. And if you're an artist um, and you're looking for a venue, there's a place to share that, and we can help you connect. And the same goes for a venue looking for, for an, an artist. artist. Or if you're already paired up, then just one of you send it in, you know, let us know what's happening. Um, yeah, so I, I'd say that's the best way. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and we have a couple of workshops actually coming up here in the next 10 days to help people prepare for Art Hop. What are those? I'm very excited about this. It's uh, Art Hop Boot Camp. We've got one for <laughs> artists and one for venues. The artist one is Tuesday, January 24th from 6 to 7.30. This is a virtual workshop. And then the boot camp for venues is Wednesday, January 25th from 6 to 7.30. I will be your host and I'm really excited to nerd out with all of you on all things Art Hub. That's fantastic. So go to <laughs> www.kalamazooarts.org You can go to the Art Hop tab under programs. Mm-hmm. Get all the information there. Sign up for the vir- virtual workshop if you want to. That's completely free as well. Just Art Hop free next year to everybody all the time mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Yes, And uh, we'll keep listening to all of the feedback and continue to try to make Art Hop uh, the great community event that it's been for the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And on that note, we'll pick up where we left off again next Saturday morning. Thank you very much to the both of you for coming in this morning. News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO. 
Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. The arts are a vast subdivision of culture composed of many creative endeavors and disciplines. Art can include forms as diverse as prose writing, poetry, dance, acting or drama, film, music, sculpture, photography, illustration, architecture, collage, painting, craft and fashion. The Arts Council strives to support all these art forms and the creators that bring the art to us. But we can't do it alone. If you are a local business looking to deepen your connection to the community, consider an arts sponsorship. It creates visibility, improves your company's reputation, and generates traffic through your business both online and through sales. Sponsorships also help keep ticket prices down to allow for more access to arts events in our community. If you are looking to support your community and drive business to your business, contact the Arts Council at KalamazooArts.org and we'll help you find a sponsorship that's right for you. It's a win-win. Now you know.